genre featuring the undisputed Husky Weight Tag Team Podcast Champions of the World. We are sending out the signals of pure truth, insight, and brilliance from Grand Chisel Station in historic, scenic Roswell fucking Georgia. Thank you for tuning in tonight, ladies and badasses. This is a pivotal milestone. That is episode 10. And to celebrate this occasion, we have not one, but two amazing guest hosts here with us this evening. And we will introduce them in due haste. But first, the following podcast is intended for mature audiences only. We have far departed from other podcasts in the genre. If you are offended by jokes about awesomeness, old age, politics, being a stone-cold badass, incontinence, or other such sensitive subjects, we recommend that you either A, stop listening immediately, or B, sit back, relax, get out your seltzer beverages, and realize that everything we are saying is intended for your enjoyment so that you can enjoy life just a little bit more. Thank you. Introducing first, the man to my right, standing in the red corner, one half of the Husky Weight Tag Team Podcast Champions of the World. Weighing in at 484 and a half white claws, the heartbreaking, deal-making, soul-shaking, problem-solving, shot-calling, mall-crawling, white-clawing, home office colossus, the pride and joy of the hayfields of Ohio, mold of the house Roswellian and king of the north, he is I'm not a newbie anymore? You are not a newbie. You have yes. graduated. You are a doctorate of podcasting at this point. Wow. <laughs> How's life been treating you, sir? Beautiful. Well, I am very glad that we are, again, back at the podcasting table. It's been way too long. We were a month between episodes. Lots of scheduling difficulties. I'm glad to be back at the table with you tonight, bro. Yes, sir. I'm so happy to be here. It's a beautiful night. Actually, we have some cold weather. We got some cold weather, some cold brews. We got cold hearts. That's where it's at, right? Hopefully now. not cold beds. No more 90 degree days. Jesus, it's uh, today, God. this morning, it was 46 degrees. I uh, was walking to the place that I spend most of my time, and I'm like, geez, I could cut glass with my nipples <laughs> that's not a pretty sight. <laughs> it's not seriously you can't you can't find an undershirt to protect against that i was i was nipping like crazy it's like smuggling ball bearings dude I, you put band-aids over them i really need to get nipple covers <laughs> nipple covers yeah jesus christ we've reached that point in our, our, our old man life but let's keep this train moving i am your master of ceremonies the engineer of the weekend social train desperate to keep it on the tracks the intro writing allergy fighting day and nighting cheap and thrifty old and shifty two buck chucking motherfucking agent of change you can believe in and put in your piggy bank and the high priest of the church of pitching pennies. The chiseler. See the money, it's count your bills, y'all. When it sticks in a bed of goodwill stock. It's your pennies, with the coupon. Bring me chisel while it's popping by the top of all. See the money, time for roll call. Keep the train on the track, don't let it fall off. It's your pennies. All right, E-Money. Pop quiz, hotshot. Uh, where do we put the contact info? 
Check us in the show notes. There you go. Or show nuts. Another pop quiz, Hotshot. Uh, what's the thing that we would be most eternally grateful if the listeners could do? Rate us, please. Subscribe to the show, too. Oh, well, you can do that. And but... tell their friends about us. We got to keep you on your toes. Tonight's an important night, E-Money. The World Husky Weight Tag Team Podcast belts are up for grabs. Well, nobody can come out and get it. We got to keep you on your toes. Got to be, you know, quick on your feet. Be able to jump into a small cubby is, you know, on, on a minute's notice. I can definitely smoke. <laughs> I, I can definitely crawl into small cubbies. <laughs> so last episode, episode nine, featured the Roswell Ragamuffin Reggaetron from Jamaica. And he's one of the coolest mofos around. And honestly, listeners, my apologies, not only to you, but definitely to Reggaetron and to E-Money because I was the drunkest mofo around. Uh, I can honestly say, I didn't even remember recording the second half of that show. And apparently I was a colossal dickhead afterwards. I couldn't even speak. I just stopped talking because words just could not happen. So again, my apologies to both of them. Totally sorry. Won't do that again. It's all good, brother. <laughs> well, very cool. It is all good. The whole entire thing is, is every once in a while, we get drunk doing this show. Yeah, drunk and other things. But, you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, I was a bit of a jerk and I totally own it. My, my bad. Won't happen again. But again, thanks to Reggaetron for a really remarkable show. If you haven't heard it, check it out. And I guess I'm going to have to make sure that same thing doesn't happen tonight. And why is that? Because tonight we are putting the World Podcasting Championship belt up for grabs. The first ever podcast championship match ever. So who do we have competing with us? Let's introduce our first opponent for tonight. Joining us this evening, making his way to the podcasting squared circle, the proverbial force of nature. If there was ever an opponent for the belts that could make us think twice, it would be the man who has proven himself time and time again as the hardest son of a bitch walking God's green earth. No matter what you hit him with, this man is never going to hit the canvas. The destroyer of opponents, rental cars, and tire shop bathrooms. Hold on to your shoes and glasses, your face, breast, head, neck, and chest. The Prime Minister of Tasmania, and now an official resident of the state of Alabama, or close enough, the Four by four trucker motherfucker, ladies and swivel dicks, beware. The Tasman cometh. Tasman! Welcome back, brother. What's going on, man? Hope I didn't piss the balls too bad about that. I'm actually closer to Florida than I am Alabama. That is true, yeah. Yeah, you're Florbama. <laughs> Florbama. <laughs> Great to have you back. Thank you for making the exodus up here. I know that it is a, quite a journey. Especially right after work. And it's a school night for it's you. It's a school night. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the weekend social, but it's not the weekend yet for us, gentlemen. But I know we're going we're gonna to try to keep this thing tight tonight so that we get you home in a reasonable hour. You can still get home and, you know, watch Jeopardy and... <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> oh. People's court, actually. Yeah, Wapner. Definitely Wapner. I wasn't gonna at 2 a.m. Gotta watch Watt at 2 a.m. I wasn't gonna call you autistic. I was just calling you old. <laughs> Be careful. Autistic old bastard. So we have a lot to talk about tonight, Tasman. Uh, we've we've talked about what we're gonna talk about next time you're on for a while. We've got some good stories, and trust me, we will talk about it. But the biggest question is who did we bring 
to the table as your tag team partner. Tonight, it's a mystery. We were going to have Double D, someone someone that we've mentioned on the show before. We were going to have Double D on the show. He couldn't make it and couldn't find a sitter. No one no one would sit with him. But <laughs> no, he was unable Never. to... Yeah, so his, his wife was out playing tennis and he was on point and was not able to get out of it. I promise you, give you my solemn word, we will get him on a, a podcast soon. But then we were saying, well, who are we going to bring on that could be as fearsome as Double D? And then it hit me. If there is one person that the entire world fears, we all know it's the Honey Badger. So if it makes sense to have the Honey Badger on the show for episode five for the Fatal 4-Way, well, we got a surprise for you kids. How about we introduce Tasman's mystery tag team partner for tonight? His tag team partner making his way to the podcasting squared circle. We have alluded to this man in the past. We all know that E-Money is a brave man, but if there is anyone that has the power to strike fear deep in his soul, it is this man, a figure shrouded in mystery, answering his invitation with a white carnation, a legitimate gentleman, a scholarly man, and here to entertain us like no one else can, here to take on us outlaws, is E-Money's in-law. Yes, that's right, Honey Badger's father, he is Daddy Badger. Show, sir I'm ready to go <laughs> you're ready to go he's seriously he's he's looking he's looking pretty wily <laughs> I will say over the last couple of weeks I've had the opportunity to hang out with you a couple of times you know we've met each other in the past but really hanging out and I've really enjoyed uh hanging out with you and your wife uh it's been a pleasure and seeing the the two pools of DNA that created the most fearsome beast on the planet and in, in the nicest of way it's kind of cool I'm just wondering where she got the uh the intimidating side from must be her mother <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> we were talking about this. Either you're really good at playing it off, which makes you a dangerous son of a bitch, or it's not you, which makes you a dangerous son of a bitch. <laughs> Glad you agreed to come on to the show with us and be the Tasman, his tag team partner. It makes sense. The Tasman and Daddy Badger, the wild animals. We have to oh, We have well to do done. something. There's a competition tonight. What are we fighting for? The the belts. The husky weight. Tag Team Podcast Championship Belts. Now, before we do anything else, I have to, I have to say this. I have been ferociously mean to E-Money about this. I've shown at every event where he is at, I've shown this picture to everyone around. And they're like, wow, that's pretty amazing. I've shown his children. I have shown Honey Badger. I've shown Daddy Badger. He's seen it. I've shown Mommy Badger. I've seen in person, shown Tasman. So with that, we've hyped this since episode four. Are you ready to receive your championship belt? I just am glad that uh, you created them yep. and I didn't have to win it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there is no winning the belts tonight, gentlemen. Now you just got to hold on to I it. Just, well, I'm just hoping it fits around my waist. How about <laughs> how about no more delays and how about we visual bit audio podcast and debut, finally, the World Husky Weight Tag Team Championship titles. Let's do 
is fucking nice. Sick. Wow. That is a wow. They're awesome. Wow. You put some work into that, bro. You can put it on, man. Yeah. See, if you see how it fits. Oh, <laughs> riveted this shit. Yeah, shit. Man. Yeah, did, man. <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to wrap it, man. <laughs> Gotta oh, get shit. the dick out of the way. That's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is fucking gorgeous. So quick facts about the belt. E-Money's belt has a green dollar sign in the middle of his gold disc. Very fitting being E-Money with tiles on the left and the right. On the left, it says uh, what happens on the river stays on the river. And Lord of the House Roswellian and King of the North on the right tile. Mine is a, it's a red cents sign. Again, because I'm the chiseler. Makes sense. We're dollars and cents. Oh, there you nice go. Pun. There it is. Dollars and cents. Nice pun. With uh, agent of change you can believe in and put in your piggy bank in very small font on the left and on the right, the high priest of the church of pinching pennies. The interesting fact here about these belts, between the two of them, we've I've actually gone back and done the count. 635 white claw tabs went into the making of these belts. On e-monies, there's actually 322 because the dollar sign is a little bit bigger around the waist. Mine's a little bit more, you know, trim with a... Uh, <laughs> fewer but 313 on mine but rather than spending a whole bunch of time on that there was a teaser video that went out prior to this podcast and if you want to see the pictures from the belt builds they will be on the.weekendsocialpodcast.com link will be in the show nuts and with that out of the way are you going to take a picture of this thing so, so I've the, got. So you you're better believe it. I got so you, billions. So you're telling me that these two belts cost six hundred and thirty-five dollars. That's assuming that white claws are a dollar, and that everything else was free. <laughs> and I'm not even my hourly rate. I'm not cheap. <laughs> I've been working on these things on and off for the last three months. Seven twenty-five an hour. Yeah, he's cheap. <laughs> well, welcome to McDonald's. Man. Take your order. He is the chiseler. He is. <laughs> so a lot of fun putting these together. But now that we have They're very nice, we have earned belts. These are belts not made by anybody else. We didn't contract these out. We made these. We drank white claws to get to these. These are earned, and these are the official sanctioned podcast championship belts. I dare anybody to freaking challenge me on that bit. With that being said, we can officially say that we are the World Husky Weight Tag Team Podcast Champions. Hell yeah, Chisler. Yeah. <laughs> You're going down. Come get it. <laughs> because you guys are here tonight. Yeah. Belts are on the line. Belts are on the line. And we have home field advantage, which oh, means always. if you want, you can bow out of Chisler's list. What? You can bow out, not take the licks. You can you can help those guys take our titles, or you can let the two of them go back and forth and try to name all 10 items on the list. Because if you help them, you might be giving away your own belt. Although I've listened to the last couple, he doesn't help very much. I don't. Go in there and just like give him fake answers <laughs> like you do everybody else. Yeah. Like you feed him answers that aren't on the list. Aren't Actually the stay in. Either that exactly or do like number 11, number 12, and number 13 on the list. But that is a mandatory game for tonight. We're going to get to that a little bit later. There will also be some other games and a new game that we are going to be debuting tonight for the first time. going to be awesome. So with that out of the way, glad to f that you finally get to see your belt in person. Sorry for teasing you. It's beautiful. Good. I'm glad. Love it. I think it's tearing up. Kind of. I, I see a tear over there. A little salty discharge. <laughs> it is, it, that's happy tears. <laughs> Guess what? E-Money, now you're a cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs>
No, everybody in my house is going to be like, dude. I won't be around if you're just wearing Put some clothes on. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start this thing off with the most thematic inquiry emblematic question that we could possibly ask. Imani, what are you going to do this weekend? You know what? Running around the house naked with his belt. I might be running around. Helicopter, 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 helicopter. (laughs) 15 love towers, man. I'm going to give you that. Helicopter, helicopter. Feel the wind now. (laughs) On the belt. So, I, I believe I'm going to a beer festival. You are going weekend. to a beer festival this weekend. Yeah, we're going to take uh, Daddy Badger and we're all going to go to this beer festival and just have a rocking good old time and try to get all drunk. Maybe. Uber Shit. ready. <laughs> let's, just, let's be busy. Uber ready. Shit faced. Waffle, yes. Waffle House efficient? Yes. Did you hear Waffle House is going to start, start serving some beer? beer? Yeah. You put a beer tap in a Waffle House and a dental plan? Multi-million oh dollar <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, and, and a dispensary California in the Waffle back. Waffle House is California Dude, if first, you throw a dispensary in a Waffle House, people would never would, leave. Yeah. What do you, why you have you beer, have you, you have beer, you would have beer, work. dispensary, and Waffle House, and then you can get your teeth fixed when you get paid again. Real, real, real quick, Daddy Badger, what do you have planned for this weekend? Looks like a beer festival. Interestingly enough, Daddy Badger, the weather forecast isn't looking good. We'll dress for it. We will be wearing ponchos. It is a rain or shine event. Uh, I've been there before when it rains. It's a great time. It's going to be cold and warm. Um, It is going to be cold as fuck, but it's going to be a great time. If you drink enough, it won't matter. It's a good point. You'll get hypothermia. from Ohio, I can dress for it. Uh, He's going to have shorts and a t-shirt on. He's from Ohio. You're going to be running around calling these fucking millennials pussies. Yeah. Like what are you shivering for, you little bitches? <laughs> this is after this is after he's like completely like done a keg stand at the Sweetwater. <laughs> <laughs> it is no, it is really it is the best beer festival in Atlanta. It is so well organized. Actually, Sister Chisler and Sister Chisler's Mister will be there as well. You get to meet them. They're a great time. Who's a designated driver? His name is Uber. <laughs> Uber Lyft is his name. That's Tasman's German thing. Tasman <laughs> is very good with the umlauts. <laughs> we have. Uh, Uber stories. I'm going to ask you to save that, put that one in the cast, because I do have a question for you. <laughs> but Tazman, okay. speaking to you, what do you got planned for this weekend, my man? I'm probably going to need some nipple covers. I'm leaving to go out of town next Wednesday, actually. Not this weekend, but next Wednesday. So a week from today, I'll be up in Kentucky where it's going to be nice and nice and warm. Yeah. Outdoors 24-7. Damn. How long are you wow. going for? Wednesday through Sunday. So and five it, days. So is it just you and, and Silver Streak? Or? So yeah, it's just going to be uh, me and Taz's son are going to be out there. Mm. for, And then a group of friends that I've been with for years. The, the crazy part is if you get my dad, me, and him together, which you saw, yes. is even worse. Oh man, and your dad, Taz's dad, he has a hat. He had a cowboy hat on. Wears during, it all the time. My God, man. I almost stole that damn thing from him. It could be a thousand degrees outside and he's got that damn hat. It's on. a fucking leather hat. It's like mm-hmm. you're wearing leather in the heat of August. By the way, don't ever fucking move again in, in August. We're going to talk about this later. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this later. 90 degrees, baby. Dude, we're going to talk about why. Seven degrees that they were throwing <laughs> stuff on the truck. It, it, oh. We're going to talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as this weekend, it's more honeydew list. Um, as we alluded to, I did move, which we'll talk about. Yes. And you have a new addition to the Taz family. Yeah, we do. We have a pig. Named? Petunia. Yes. After Warner Brothers. After Warner Brothers, Porky Pigs with Girlfriend. The pig is only 14 pounds, something like that. Yeah. 14, 15 pounds. Two months old. Very nice. Oh, yeah. It's supposed Daddy to be. It's, it's we, supposed we to have one of those. In you have the a family. Pig? We have a pig in the family. And he got big. How big How big is he? 250 pounds. Wow. Yeah. 300. Yeah. 
We're te- we're being told that this one's only gonna get about forty pounds. Oh yeah, we saw, yeah. no, we, we saw the parents. Until we that, saw them until that pig eats. We saw the mother and father. The mother was only about the size of a medium sized dog. The father was just a little bit bigger. So. Tasman Dennis Rodman was supposed to be thirty five pounds. Hey, you know what? If it ends up being three hundred pounds, then that, that's a hell of a lot of pork chops and bacon for later. Have you tried feeding Tina bacon yet? No, <laughs> it's coming though. Trust me, it's coming. We only had her for a little over a week. That's so. so fucked up. I was joking, and you just ran with it. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's coming. I know it's going to be in your birthday cake next year. Uh, <laughs> a special kind of icing. <laughs> no, nah, but time. since Silver Streak and I got together, she's been saying that she's wanted a little pig, and of course, we lived in a neighborhood with an HOA. So, well, she married one. Well, that's true. She married one. <laughs> Fifteen month chiseler. Line, can I line drive? Yeah. I'm not going to macaroon this thing to death. <laughs> Good. But she's been saying that since we got together. So this opportunity came up through uh, Taz's son, where he works. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the people that works there said they got it and they got kicked out of their, they were getting kicked out of their apartment. I don't know how they were planning on keeping a pig in an apartment. <laughs> Whatever. Apparently you can litter train. It's litter, litter trained box. already. It, it, yeah, it goes in the litter box. That's fucked up. That is so fucked up. Yeah. Weird. The new addition to the house. So on top of the mass amounts of dogs, we now have a pig. Do you wash them in buttermilk like they did in Charlotte? No, but, no, but <laughs> coconut oil. Oh, there you go. The pig gets oh, rubbed down in coconut oil every day. That's so fucked up. During the next recession, you, you know you always have bacon. I have food. Anything <laughs> else, Tasman, anything else before we move on into the next... <laughs> Anything else? No, we're good. <laughs> Daddy Badger, anything else before we move forward? I'm good. You're great. E-Money, anything else before we move forward? Nope, I'm good. Well, then let's nowadays everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. But a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre into our mini news segment that we call... Damn right, and I did that with no notes. These gentlemen can prove that I just did. So, Imani, you have you have honors tonight. Do you have any quickness of bitness for us three to witness? I do. So, so Sam Adams' newest beer is illegal in fifteen states. Fuck. Okay, twenty-five percent. What? Oh my god! I was gonna say. One of two things, either weed or vagina beer. Well, vagina beer is definitely not in the mix. Okay. Weed, I thought was going to be in the mix. It is just really so packed full of alcohol. So it's this is a 25% alcohol beverage. In a beer. You go grab a beer, which is normally what, you know, between four and a half, four and, a half and 5% alcohol. Yeah. And it's... 25%. It's drinking four shots at once. Yeah, pretty much. What it's legal in Ohio. Everything's legal in Ohio except pit bulls. Hold on. The 15 illegal states are Alabama. Tasman's probably not going to be able to drink this shit. Yeah, <laughs> not, not, not in his house. <laughs> no, no. I, do, I have to go across the border. Okay. Arkansas. Georgia. Okay, wait. Oh, Georgia's on the list. Okay. Georgia's on the I'm list. Gonna... I was so pissed. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? I'm going to bet. Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, Montana, New Hampshire, Dakotas, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon. And no, I'm like Oregon, they legalize everything. They, it's, fucking it's weed out there. Like hello, South so, Carolina and Utah. I'm heading to Kentucky next week. It's so not what on is the list? What is the? It's not on the list. You can probably get it. So what's the name of the beer? Is it Sam Adams Four Loco? Sam oh. Adams, I'm gonna fuck you up. It's called Utopias. Utopias. Is that how Sam it's Adams, one of the founders of this country, believed that we would get to Utopia? There are only 
literally 77 wooden casks of this utopia beer. What makes it? Okay, so you're not just going to walk into a liquor store and find it. I don't think, no, I think, I believe it's very, very limited. I think it's going to be a very limited release and I think it's going to be at some really cool pubs, but it's not going to be in my fucking state. Yeah, you're not going to be able to find that like the Back to the Future freaking Nikes. That kind of fucking sucks because like with Taco (sighs) Mac, that would be a perfect one Taco Mac in Atlanta gets a keg. It would be uh, like drinking Mad Dog 2020. Shit, yeah, man. Got some bad stories on that one. It's actually, you you do need to limit the release of this thing because you get this thing in colleges and I guarantee you the pregnancy rate goes through the fucking roof. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it's the other way around because he's just too fucked up to do anything. Oh, you get get whiskey dick. (laughs) Sam Adams dick. Sam Adams dick. Patriotic. I can raise the flag, but not that one. Yeah, exactly. Wow. There's 77 casts they've made of this thing. What makes this thing? Am I guessing right that they're doing it in whiskey casks? They didn't even come out with exactly how it was made and why it was made. What is it, like the Colonel's 12 Secret Spices? I think so. Honestly, I think that they're trying to create a buzz around it. No pun intended. <laughs> Dirty Love Chaz, man, but that was cheap. That was cheap. I know it was cheap. That was a cheap one. But that was, I can really tell you right good. now, this beer ain't going to be cheap. I can tell you that right no. now. Yeah, no, definitely. It's probably, probably going to be $20 a fucking beer. I don't. I'd buy it for $20. I would too. I, I don't know how good of an, uh, an idea this is. We actually needed to, to consult with High Gravity about this. Yes. Um, I bet you High Gravity could make this beer. Ooh. Can you make a 25%? Oh, I guarantee you he could. Oh, I know for a fact. I love knowing a man who's a brewer. Who's a brewer. We need to get him to figure out how to do this and infuse it with CBD oil. There's got to be some kind of legalities behind it, though, that even if he was able to get to that point, that he couldn't. Well, he couldn't do it because Georgia here here in Georgia. So in Georgia, why is it? Why is it? I can go buy a freaking handle of grain alcohol, 95% alcohol, and I could down that thing anywhere, but I can't have beer. But they're calling. But it's a beer where I think. I think it's the. I think the general I think the general public is used to having a beer between anywhere between four and literally up to twelve percent. So when you And that's of recent. You, and that's of recent. Why don't they just call so it a hard you, seltzer like these fucking yeah. white claws? <laughs> then you double it up Not to twenty five percent and you're just like, you know, I think they're just terrified of people just getting rip roaring drunk and I'm yeah, like Yeah, but you remember when it was like all dry county around here and everything yeah. you could on Sundays you couldn't get Oh, there drink, are there are those was, counties that are still dry counties you can buy beer but you can't buy liquor right and that's their workaround but you can go to that's the bars and if you got a bloody mary or a margarita or something that was made with a like a 25 percent beer liquor that it wasn't it wasn't truly a liquor it was a beer brew, grade, yeah like a beer grade type margarita yeah. alcohol for margaritas and that's how they got around it wow uh, that's fucked up it's it's it alcohol is. It's alcohol. Just because I call it an elephant doesn't mean that I, you know, like is can't it, drink it for 25% alcohol. Is it a blue elephant or a gray elephant? No, it's the pink elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... Here it, we go again. That's what it is. No, I mean, it's, it's that's ridiculous. The fact that you label it as a carbonated beverage, I'm assuming that it's carbonated because yep. I'm not drinking it, if, it it's, if it's like one of those freaking warm English beers. But I'm assuming that it's going to be like a carbonated beverage that's going to knock my freaking head off my shoulders. Which is perfect. That's why we buy it. If yeah. you didn't want your head knocked off your shoulders, you wouldn't buy it, right? Yeah, and I probably couldn't afford it. Chisler doesn't approve. And you 70, wait for somebody to buy it for you. If somebody bought it for me, I'd probably sell it on eBay and freaking you know, buy a 12-pack of fucking mangoes. Like, I'm, I'm being honest. E-Money would be like, hey, Chisler, you want a beer? Well, E-Money, that's some bullshit. Let's legalize everything 
thing everywhere. Well, most of it. Quick bit. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Tasman. Sir. Do you have any lightning nuggets that you would like to share with the people? I have one. On the air? I have one. We've kind of started alluding to it with the whole talk of zombies and zombie apocalypse okay. and pig and stuff like that. So Very nice. There is now zombie deer that are threatening to invade U.S. states. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> They're in our neighborhood already. They're in my backyard. In this nameless neighborhood. In the last year... We have had a complete mushroom of the population of deer because there has been a development close to the river that has forced all of them into our neighborhood. We have seen deer. Now, fucking zombie deer. Zombie deer. I'm curious about because I have not watched the last two seasons of Walking Dead. And oh. If this shit's like on there, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Well, you do know I'm a huge fan of Walking Dead. I know you. And actually, I think some of that's what's being filmed over by where I live right now where they got everything shut down. Oh, I thought yeah. they were I thought they were building a casino. Well, maybe that too. Oh, that's it's a zombie casino. Yeah, there you go. It's that would be a great theme. The Walking Dead Casino. That'd bring people in. <laughs> that'd be cool. Dealers and freaking zombie. Uh, uh, uh. It'd be good. It's the same type of sickness as mad cow disease, but it affects deer, moose, and elk. And it makes them all lethargic and then extremely weak. And then they get mad, crazy, and start biting people. So they lose that fear of people. Because as you know, most deer, when they see you, they go running. But this is saying that it would make them just crazy enough to come and bite you. Bite so, you? Bite you. Do you get zombie deer flu? They can't tell that yet because they haven't gotten anybody bit yet to test them out. Is the CDC involved yet? That's, oh, that's where. That's where the. You mean the Cobb Energy Center? <laughs> exactly. That's what makes this story a little because eh, it makes no mention of the CDC, Tasman. but it does say the disease control in Utah. Disease control in Utah, it, but they're talking about deer. Oh, they're just, just bringing in the everywhere. Mormons. They're, they're talking about deer everywhere, and specifically in Utah and Nevada. Wow. Well, and can, the, Kansas and Colorado. Maybe they're heading to Nevada for the casinos there for the zombie casinos. Yeah, you never know. I would love for the deer to run the fuck. To to Utah. They're saying the virus could be Then we get arrested. zombie Mormons. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> that would be bad things. So they're saying the virus could be a risk to humans with protein particles having been linked to similarity degenerative Jacob's disease basically. Oh so, no. So you're talking like if you shoot a deer, you eat the deer. You only gotta worry about it if your name's Jacob, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Jacob's up guy. Oh, Taz man. Oh, that was, that was a, a, like a grade A dad joke. Daddy Badger, what do you think? You do you, do you know anything about these deer? Have you seen them in Ohio? No, never heard about it. You you worried now? Are you going to start building uh, a some little zombies? bit? You're going to get some. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. We have a lot of deer in Ohio. So. There's a lot of farmland too. You just got to start shooting them. He pretends. He pretends. What? <laughs> like, he goes hunting all the time. He just never comes home with anything. What is it? Catch and release? Like, <laughs> I think he just likes the thought of hunting. He's got all the gear. I'm going just, deer watching. He just loves to see it. Uh, defendants rebuttal? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a lot of buddies. We uh, we do a lot of hunting. Had a lot of fun over the years. A lot of stories about hunting. A I lot. did my share. Yeah, you know that guy, uh, Jimmy the Rook? Ran like a deer. <laughs> he was a 10 point deer he took probably, care of his ass he probably shot his ass but not the deer but you never <laughs> we didn't come home with him though <laughs> hunting hunting and fishing is my thing I what? go to Florida in the winter months January, February, March, April I fish every single day from 9 in the morning till 1 in the afternoon that's perfect every single day in Florida dinner by 4 and dinner out by, by 6 yep, my, wife, my wife eats 
eats a lot of fish in Florida, so He's I'm sure the, you do too. I was that, that one was on the tee, and I was gonna I was gonna, I was gonna take the walk on that one. <laughs> I was gonna base on balls, like I was not gonna <laughs> not gonna say it, but you did. I'm just saying you did. <laughs> yeah, there's hunting and fishing. I'm more into fishing, really, especially when there's tequila, right? <laughs> well, yeah, my wife likes tequila. I'll buy her all she wants. Oh my gosh! This is this is a, a huge tangent, but we're over at a mutual friend's house who will be a future guest on this show. But we're over at his place, beautiful backyard, and and so Daddy Badger is like, yeah, you know, I love it when my wife has tequila because things happen between the sheets and stuff. <laughs> oh, no. I never said that. No, it just it you makes said her, it makes her clothes come off. Her ma- oh, that's what it was. It makes her clothes makes her clothes come, come, off. come off. I stand corrected. <laughs> No, that's how the song goes. So somebody ended up finding a glass of tequila that was sitting in front of Mommy Badger. And um, that ended up finding its way to Happening, who ended up passing out on the couch at 930. (laughs) Yeah, my wife wanted to drink it, but somebody beat it to her. (laughs) She seriously was like feeding it to the Happening. (laughs) And I'm like, no, 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 no. We've been here since like 12. 45 it's now eight o'clock we've passed day drunk we're now into like rally number six i had in this the driveway steep i have to carry her down uh, it, was, it was interesting we got from zombies deer and like, zombie deer until drunk full clothes falling off to you drag her ass down she was able to walk to the car we got home and she freaking did the superman the straight up superman onto the couch and did not move for fucking five and a half hours <laughs> that was a fear i had to actually lift her body uh, and put her like on a pillow to make sure that her head was turned she can't hang with a big dog wow that is not true. Hey, uh, big she dog. She went home real early. She cannot hang with the big dog. When when did you start drinking, big dog? I didn't see you there while I was hanging with. We like, were drinking earlier in the day. We actually were drinking pretty early in the day. I didn't see you drinking tequila either. <laughs> but he wasn't drinking tequila. I got to defend my wife. I, I, I am it's, 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 it's an honor thing. I got to do it. Well, she might weigh like, I don't know. Yeah, third, I wanted my wife to drink that. Yeah. <laughs> so the happening is all of about a buck of five. Yeah, maybe. Soaking wet. Oh, man, that's a <laughs> great mental image. Um, and, <laughs> thank you very much, Kevin. Um, but I will say, if you want to get from zombie deer to happening passed out on the couch that's a tangent but makes sense she went zombified um what do we need to do to protect ourselves against these zombie deer it doesn't say okay don't mess with their brains and don't mess with their spinal cords cool shoot them all don't eat it shoot them in the head and then burn the bodies right yeah that's what the, you do with zombies the, the nevada wildlife department is saying it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when this whole zombie apocalypse thing is theoretically possible mad cow disease has been mm-hmm. attributed to the same kind of thing as people dying waking up brainless there is the possibility of that mutating into human form oh uh, that's, that's crazy why, that's why i have an arsenal at my home yeah and you can bring that down to Florabama. <laughs> By the right unbeknownst neighborhood, I have an arsenal. If, if Walking Dead is if Walking Dead has done anything, it's it has prepared us for this whole thing. So I, I, I will, will say, tell you, we have Silverstreak and I have had the discussion about how we will take over the racetrack. Oh, dude, that's and, perfect. And solidify the racetrack, dude. And it's got the walls. It's got the freaking noise barrier walls. Well, exactly. actually, one of my really great friends, Tire King, he's going to be on here in a couple episodes. Well, we have a waiting list. Say, now. Yeah, a waiting list. <laughs> he, he actually this has feels an good arsenal within two three 
three miles of your house. So, See, so it's we, all coming together. We have the north and the south locked. It's so, all so Tasman, Tasman, who's a truck man, Tire King, who's a tire guy. That makes sense. They get they get the supply chain working down south. We get the farm to table stuff going up here. I think we're gonna be okay. Zombie deer, you come get us. Dude. Come take the titles. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, right outside my backyard, there's like 150 head of cattle. Until they become zombie cows, and <laughs> then you're yeah, fucked. You ain't seen Silver well, Street. We, you haven't seen Silver Street go after <laughs> until until the don't cows. Give me that steak, baby. Give me steak, baby. Until the cows get mad deer disease, right. and then you gotta go to the Burger King get the Impossible Burger. I'm saying. No meat. It's no meat. Yeah. That's a quick way to end that conversation. And that is a Carl inspired quick bit. Uh, Daddy Badger, do you have a uh, do you have a, a quick bit you want to share or do you want to uh, parlay? Haters turn on Suzanne Summers over happy 73rd nude picture. You what? brought this to the table. I'm going to give you 15 love for doing it right now. That is badass. I'm 73 I, years old. Okay. Unbelievable. Suzanne's Three's Company. Suzanne, Suzanne Summers, Summers, the right? hot blonde from she Suzanne, hot. seventy-three years old, still looking. It shows looking. it on uh, right here on Facebook or news news feed, and people are clapping at her for doing a, a nude shoot. She didn't show any like nipples or anything, but she did it like in a field. I saw I saw this picture. Yep, and they're shaming her at seventy-three years old for doing a birthday suit selfie. Yes, that one. Is it? She's still hot as fuck. So, and they're shaming her for this, and she's clapping back at him. Yeah, I would too, man. What's wrong with being hot at 73? Okay. (laughs) All right, so, gentlemen, let's all yield to the person closest to that age, Daddy Badger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's not being mean. This It's your quick bit. Suzanne Summers, Three's Company. Thighmaster. And the Thighmaster. She made that whole revolution. Thighmaster and the shake weight were the... Seriously, it was the jerk-off thing. <laughs> the shake weight. So, Daddy Badger. My grandmas in my younger days did not look like grandmas nowadays. The There's game- a lot of good-looking grandmas. Yes, there are. They're called gilfs. There is a technical term for that called <laughs> There's gilfs. There's actually Gilf. porn out They're there. They're called cougars. There's no, actually that's, porn that's out there. past cougars. You can categorize it. You can literally pull out gilf. Oh, okay, oh, that, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a joke. Oh. No, I would. No, I, no, that's no. for real. I'm not kidding you. Milf. Okay, that's cool. It's a mom, all right? And then you're like, Gilf. And you're like, what What? what just happened? And then you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, but the scary part <laughs> is when you get around my age and there are women that are grandmothers at Did, my age. Well, all right, that's a Gilf. Rit- Dude, there are women. Weird. There are women my age that are actually. But you and I are not that far apart in age. Well, we're not that far apart, but I mean, these kids had kids and then their kids had kids. So that's how it works. Yeah. That's how progeny, like, you know, so, does, does its so, thing. So you, you can be a gilf starting at like 40. 40. There's a lot of hot 40 year olds. No, <laughs> I. A lot of hot 40 year olds. But there are a lot of really, I mean, Weird. Summers, Summers I remember, 73 years old, she is still hot. I'm, I'm going to say this. I remember Three's Company, I, I can't even tell you when it first aired. I'm going to jokingly say this. I may not have been. Been born yet Tasman are you on are you on your uh, Taz phone yeah I'll get it for you because I've seen a lot of these episodes I'm gonna embarrassingly say I saw it on like TBS as reruns uh, and Nick at Night so Three's Company started in 76 76 oh yeah so older than born. both of us <laughs> Wait, what? 
So uh, Daddy, Daddy Badger's, Badger's over here. Daddy Badger's over here showing me a picture of his wife. <laughs> so are you volunteering her for the category of GILF? I don't no. know if that's appropriate. I might, that might be an outtake I have to do. Daddy Badger, put put the naked pictures of your wife away. Hey, 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 that's calm not down. Cool. <laughs> I, feel, I feel dirty. <laughs> no, I think that's your should. mother-in-law. I know. No, I, I think you I should guess her age. No, I will say, I will say, I will say that Mommy Badger, <laughs> Mommy Badger, if I, ne- if I did not know that Mommy Badger was Honey Badger's mom, 62? I would not say that that's possible. Yeah, well, honestly, I don't even, I mean, one's dark haired, <laughs> one's blonde haired. They're, they're just so different people. I mean, they're both beautiful people. It's both awesome. beautiful women. That's <laughs> awesome. Being respectful to both of them because I fear both of them. But, and, but I do, I am being. What do you think Honey Badger got it from? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's Daddy Badger or Mommy Badger, but I think Mommy Badger is probably the scariest. I don't know. I think that's something we need to talk about, but I I would never guess. I would never guess. I would never guess that your wife was... I met her in 1971. She is 17 years old. Cradle robber. I can't do the math. That's two years before I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Bazman is too pretty for math. (laughs) She's 65. Suzanne Summers, she's getting shamed for going out there and... Being hot as fuck at 73. But you know, it's no no different than Christy Brinkley, who's in that same age bracket. Yeah. She's she's around there. Farrah Fawcett, man. Farrah Fawcett's fair. A faucet. I don't understand. It's not just. It's not distasteful. It's, Hold on a second. Way, I don't. I don't understand why there's fucking blowback at this shit. What has she got beef with Kim Kardashian or some no, shit? No, the whole entire thing is is honestly, I think people are like ashamed with the human form. I mean, it used to be an art. Yeah, it's yeah, a, a beautiful human. Da Vinci body. fucking painted naked, naked women. Women. Um, guys that age don't, don't do this. Don't look that good. Just don't fucking do it. But you know what? I don't if, know. I mean, Sean Connery got. Uh, prettiest man in the world or best looking man Sean in the world Connery. yeah well, I, like 80 some years old it's a 73 year old to <laughs> saber i will say this i don't advise people who are guys that age to do it but even if you were not built like suzanne summers or farrah fawcett or any of the other people if a woman wants to do that and she's not built like that don't shame the fucking woman hell no they're it's, all beautiful well, you pulled one, that one off on the slide, Daddy Badger. I appreciate that. That was a hell of a, come on, knock on my door. Come on, knock on my door. I'll be waiting for you. She's waiting. Quick bit. Quick bit indeed. All right, I've got mine. Mine Uh-oh. mine is a very quick bit. Last episode was a not quick bit. I Longest dragged it out. quick bit ever. Yep. Very so I'm taking a note from that. I'm going to go very fast on this. Real quick, round table. What is the biggest fear? Like, if you could prevent yourself from dying one way, what would it be? E-money. I do not want to die by a heart attack. Okay, that's good. Uh, how do you not want to die? Drowning. Drowning's a good one. That's a great one. Daddy Badger, what do you think? Worst way to die? Probably being stabbed. Stabbed is a good one. My top two, I, I am, I've gone back and forth on this. Number two is being burned alive. Burned, yeah. Number one, because I'm claustrophobic, is being buried alive. Now, we've all heard stories about, even in the past, they used to have the bells, like, hung above the tombstones, right? Now, we've all heard stories about that. Well, it turns out, last weekend, during the funeral of Irishman Shay Bradley, as the bagpipes were playing, by the way, Irish apparently like bagpipes, too. Didn't know that, but heads up, U.S. listeners. As the bagpipes were playing and his coffin was being lowered into the ground, a voice shot out from within the coffin. Hello? 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 Let me out! The bagpipes stopped. 
Everybody's like, what the fuck? People started wiping away their tears. Where the fuck am I? Bradley yelled. Let me out. It's fucking dark in here. Now, it had been at least a year in the make, but a terminally ill Shay Bradley decided that he was going to play a prank on the people that were visiting his funeral. Great joke. It was actually went viral on Twitter. Actually, Tasman was independently about to bring this to the show. But the reason he did this, according to his daughter, Andrea Brady, was to make people laugh going from his funeral. And especially his wife of 43 years, who he said, if, he, if I have one dying wish... I do not want my wife crying as she's leaving my funeral. And it worked. And the people wiped away their tears. They all laughed. And since then, the world has been actually warmed by the story of Shay Bradley, who died on October 8th and played a prank on his friends and family, made them laugh as his dying wish. And that, my motherfucking raised from the dead, just to take the piss out of you motherfuckers, is my... Quick. Quickest quick bit ever for the Chisler. <laughs> that is by far the quickest quick bit ever. I get emotional like even talking about that story. I had to force my way through it. I'm sorry for lack of interaction. Um, no, I watched. I I saw uh, that was a sweet story. Forty three years story. wanted to make sure his wife didn't freaking hurt when yeah. he left. That's it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Are, are you recording right now? I am. <laughs> You're recording it right now. If you guys could actually, play that. Just in case. Actually, I just want some motherfucker to dress up like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> so my, 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 my prank, because 20 years from now, this might actually be a tr uh, achievable, um, have myself cremated, but have a robot that looks like me come out of the coffin <laughs> and then start dancing around and doing the jig. <laughs> you know, like, I am the chiseler. I am the chiseler. Yeah, exactly. I am the chiseler. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll pre-program <laughs> it with like 15 more podcasts to go. <laughs> and all it does is sits there with its mouth open like, I am the master of ceremonies. <laughs> Who knows? Another article that I read, they actually uh, programmed sex robots with AI so they refuse sex. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> then what's the point? Get that every night it's very robotic so isn't it you, so you want a wife <laughs> exactly i want a wife but no one will marry me <laughs> well Version you can two. have this ai robot but then you get then you get tequila bluetooth plug-in <laughs> clothes fall off i might have to ring a 40 love <laughs> that might be it's time. We, we've got some things that we do need to talk about, and we're kind of in the midst of it here. I've alluded to it on the past, this last podcast, the past two podcasts. Tasman has been eyeing this property mm -hmm. and has had a really interesting time getting to this property. He's finally there. So, Tasman, uh, I'm just going to give you a base on balls on this one. I'm going to let you go to first. You take the story wherever you want to. I'll chime in as necessary. Tell us about what you've been dealing with for the last couple of months. All right. We basically decided in June to buy a new house. But to do that, we had to put our house on the market. So right. we figured, what the hell? We'll put our house on the market and we'll go find something. Silver Streak and I went through and we literally had a unicorn of a house. It had to have certain things. Front porch, swimming pool, um, open floor plan, big kitchen. Bondage den. <laughs> secret closet. I do have a story about that, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> literally, I looked at her and said, and on property, separate garage, things like that. I said, we're creating a unicorn house. We're not going to find it. And she gets on Zillow and goes, here, here's the house. Sure enough, it's got everything that we checked off out minus my garage, which I'm building in a couple months. We do need to say this too. You can say it on the Very mic. Very nice. You, so Very Daddy nice. Badger was just, just looking at the, at the house pictures. 
I can tell you that no picture will do it justice. I've seen this house firsthand. The other thing that you haven't mentioned is that you have narrowed your commute down from over an hour to less than 15 minutes. Yeah, 58 miles to 18 miles. Wow. So your your door-to-door commute now is what? 18 minutes, 18 miles. It's 60 miles an hour no matter where I go. And there's nobody in front of you. Not really. Cows. There's cows. Got a couple cows Watch in the way. for those rabid Rabbit deers. Rabbit deer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking zombie deers, man. Zombie deer. There were, there were a little bit of, of work to get to this point. Yeah. So, so you found the house and you tell me about this house. Yep. And you go, I think I found the house. Now I've seen your old previous house that was not only owned by you and your former wife. I know that there has been a lot of history in that house and I totally know yep. why that Silver Streak wanted to have her own space. Right. So real simply, that house was owned by my parents. Yes. They bought that house in 1986. Late wife and I went through some things we wanted to get into that house. We dropped our old house house opportunity came up we bought the house from my parents it wasn't like they gave it to me i was buying it from which allowed us to build up equity to be able to do this next step it was a great house oh yeah it's a decent house nice house but then when when my late wife passed away and I met Silver Streak. Never really felt that that was our house. Yeah, it was. That it, was, it oh, was previously, yeah. you know, previous wife's house and mine wasn't comfortable. So we wanted to go find something that was our own. But of course, we waited till my daughter was old enough to graduate high school, and then she decided to move out. So you have an empty nest, basically. Yeah. Well, for you know, son is still hanging around. He's still mixing beats. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But you know, he's got his own place at the new place too, right? He's got a house within a house. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Does he so, live in the barn? No. You should just ship him out to the barn. Nah, dude. The house. Yeah, you haven't seen the house yet. <laughs> you haven't seen the house. It, it, you know, next time next time he does that thing that he pisses you off, and be like, yeah, go sleep in the stable, bitch. Right. <laughs> we find this house. Literally, we walk in the door, and my mom and dad were with us when we went to look at the house. Silver Streak and my mom walk in the door, and they both start crying the minute they walk in the door. It's that kind of place, guys. Like, literally, they walk in the door, and the front steps are right there, which you guys saw the pictures. But they walk in the door. They're not three feet into the house, and they're like, this is it. Yeah. This is the house. I walk I into this. I drive up to this place and I see the house and I'm like, damn. I mean, honestly, I can't even like do it. Boom. <laughs> it's like, damn. It's it's a bit off the beaten path for the bit. metropolitan Atlanta folks. But damn, dude. But the thing is, the house is literally like 15 minutes from anywhere. I mean, we're yeah, we're down there by... 15 Lake minutes from away, Alabama, 15 <laughs> minutes from Tennessee, <laughs> exactly. 15 minutes from Florida. <laughs> but, but not nice. 15 minutes from, from Roswell. Well, it's not 15 Very minutes nice. from Roswell, but it's 15 minutes from Fayetteville, McDonough, Hampton. I mean, there's, there's things around. So, I mean, we're not completely out in the boonies, but... It's a beautiful house. Exactly. Even to the point where Silver Street called me on the way here and she goes, I think I'm going to town to get some chicken. <laughs> because that's our standing joke is it takes about 10 minutes to go to town to get in. So we see this house. We go and put an offer on the house. We say full price. We're not going to argue it. Full price. We're found, going in. You found the forever house. We found the forever house. This is the house we want. We're going in full price. No problem. Offer goes in accepted so on and so forth i will tell you that if you haven't bought a house recently going through a mortgage company is the worst fucking experience of your life always it is terrible it's like being on the tsa watch list for dude, hiding drugs up your ass dude i would much rather be on that list yeah than go through a mortgage process so tasman <laughs> during this and i'm gonna and this is where i am gonna interject so i tried to get tasman to come on the show and tasman's like now don't fuck with me until the end of August. I am under so much goddamn stress trying to get this damn house done. Just talk to me at the end of August because I'm still dealing with like the mortgage BS. Can you give me your last three years of bank statements? Dude, I was fine with that. 
I did that. I provided three bank statement, three years of bank statements. I provided three years of tax statements. I provided all that shit. Cutting a very long story short, 74 different documents I had to send them. 15 of them were letters of explanation. Yeah, what's 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 this order from Amazon called Tropic Thunder? That it, it was not that is not far fetched from the shit they were asking me. One of them was, why'd you change jobs in November? Because I changed jobs in November. Why'd you change jobs? That one was the most sarcastic letter I wrote to them. <laughs> because I make more money. Exactly. The, the, the bottom line on that says I make more money. I'm gonna live closer. I'm closer to home, and it's not a problem. Visual Bit Audio Podcast. Daddy Badger is just shaking his head in, in disbelief. In disbelief in the whole thing. It's just hard to believe. By the I, way, you can, I never <laughs> ever had to go through anything like that in my life. Now, That's because no, you pay cash for everything. No, wait. wait I, let, let me preface all this. <laughs> I do have, as as Double D puts it, I have a skid mark in my past of I foreclosed on a house. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about the tire store. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a different that's skid mark. Different, that's a different skid that's mark. That's a shitting in pants story. Yeah, yeah, we've all had them. Uh, uh, we might ask you if you got one, Daddy don't Badger. Trust don't, a don't ever trust, don't a, trust a fart. <laughs> Especially in shorts. Golden rule. Golden rule. <laughs> so I do I do have a foreclosure in my in my past. Going through all this process, I literally was homeless for 24 hours. No, wait a second. We got to back this up. We got to back this totally up because you were glossing over some, some shit that I was personally involved with. Okay. So, so you sold your house mm -hmm. and the house that you're trying to buy is not closed from the company yet. Correct. Right? Correct. I get a call and this is kind of fate kind of tying it all together. Uh, the night before uh, that night, I'm supposed to be going out with Reggaetron and his special lady friend to go bowling. Reggaetron had never been bowling before. So we went to a bowling alley around the corner. We go bananas, by the way. We go fucking crazy until two in the morning. We almost shut the bowling alley down. But prior to this, Tasman is freaking the fuck out because house goes to the new owner on Sunday. Yeah. Get on the phone with Tasman. Yeah. <laughs> I called you. I'm like, you're freaking out. I can tell we were, we were kind of, I'm not a texter. I'm not a good texter. You know this, E-Money. I'm not a great texter. You're the worst texter. I'm, I'm the worst. Yeah, you're the worst texter on the planet. <laughs> um, I say, Tasman, what's up, dude? And shit's going sideways. Right, so uh, let me condense this. Basically, I sold my house. I sold my old house. As I'm sitting there signing the paperwork, I still don't know if I've got the loan for a new house. And I'm signing the paperwork. When I say I was homeless, you're homeless. I was homeless. Yeah. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> you had somewhere to go. I had somewhere to go, but... Where's your shit going to go? Where's my shit going to go? <laughs> Into a storage unit. That's all. <laughs> Hang on. This gets even better. It gets better. I finally get the phone call three hours after I signed the paperwork of selling my old house. You're clear to close. You close at 9 a.m. This was on... That was on Thursday. You close on 9 a.m. Friday. Cool. But you have to be out of the house by Sunday, 5 p.m. Movers are lined up. Movers are good to go. Friday morning, ready to lock and load. We're moving. But they don't show up Friday morning. No, they don't show up Friday morning. When do they show up, Tasman? Friday afternoon at 3.30. And the truck that you ordered was what? It's supposed to be a 26-foot truck, yeah. and they showed up with a 15-foot truck. To move a full To move a four-bedroom house. house with a basement. Wow. Yeah. And guys, wow. let me just tell you, <laughs> having seen this house, this is two families that have been there. If you could pack that into 14 feet, you're pretty much Ant-Man. You have like <laughs> shrunk, you shrunk every piece of furniture 
and every box down to like a tenth of its size. So basically, what happens? The atom. The mover, moving company that I'm working with says, "Sorry, we'll load up the 15, or 14, 15 foot truck, and we'll bring another 15 foot truck." So technically, that would give you 30 feet. Yeah, we're also supposed to have six, 26. Okay, fine. So that's what they do. 30 feet of transportation. To move 65 miles one way. And the moving company will not work past 9 9 p.m. So he gets all the heavy, heavy shit out of there. Well, Well, most of the heavy, heavy shit. The conversation between me and the guy who's leading the moving crew was basically... He's like, what do you want moved? I said, leave me all the boxes and all the miscellaneous shit. I want all the heavy shit moved. I don't want to carry dressers and 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 all the and, and all the shit that he didn't pack and all the shit that we didn't um, pack. That's <laughs> leave wait. the dildo box. I'll carry yeah. that. Right. <laughs> oh, wait a second. We have we have we do have something to talk about, but uh, we're gonna get to that. And then, so I get on the phone with you. Yep. Saying I just got off the phone with the movers. They're only going to be able to get like two 15 foot trucks out of here, 30 feet worth of stuff out of here. And I'm going to go get a truck tomorrow. I'm like, all right, what time do you want me to be there? He's like, yeah, be there at like 10 a.m. I was out till two o'clock in the morning with Reggaetron throwing freaking bullets at pins and drinking Bud Light. And I wake up at 9.15 sweating Bud Light. I And I, I get a cup of coffee. I head straight over there. And I sit and wait for Tasman to go find the nearest truck, which is in Winder, Georgia. From his place is about 45 minutes away. Yeah. This is after the fact that I had panically called to get another truck for Saturday morning. This is now, at the end of the August month. End of, August. End hotter of, than fuck August. And it's Labor Day weekend. And like this is his story. I'll say he's got it all. And no, no, this is this is this is, this is perfect comedic timing. This is a Seinfeld episode mm. of moving. Mm. You can't find a truck from U-Haul at the end of the month. You know why? Because everybody's lease ends at the end of the fucking month, and it's a three-day weekend, Labor Day weekend, and if you can move. It's hotter than fucking balls, and you are going to be making your wrestling weight. <laughs> like, you are going to be sweating out wow. anything you got. I think it was 97 degrees. Oh, God damn it. As we're moving shit. What was wow. I doing while we were moving shit? Tasman. Drinking White Claws. <laughs> I think I have to say sorry, because I'm pretty sure that um, that Chisler called me and was just like, Hey, dude, you want to help move? I didn't say that to you. So I ba- told you what I was doing the <laughs> you day told of. Me, yeah, you told me what you were doing. I it showed all, him pictures. It all worked out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It so all it, worked out. But it was, if something could go fucking wrong. It did. It went wrong. The reason I had to drive to Winder fucking Georgia to go get a truck was because the one that was in Lithonia, the place never fucking opened because they were closed for the weekend. Oh. It was the holiday weekend. They had trucks. They had know, the like, trucks. They just weren't going to open. The funniest thing about this, we were all moving around the house, like getting everything. And I had never been in your basement, by the way. <laughs> That's right. We have to go down to the basement and make sure everything's cleared out. I go into this room and this is a very questionable room. I'm just going to throw this out there. You would expect to see in a basement, a basement room on the left hand side. It's a tool tool room. It's got a saw with sawdust on it and a, a, a water heater. And then you look to the right and there's an entire mirrored wall. And there is a curved chaise lounge yeah. or a, um, it's it's basically a fuck seat. So um, don't tell no, me. No, 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 never mind. Don't, don't tell me it's your parents. No, that was mine. Okay. That was, that was mine. I touched that thing. <laughs> well, it hadn't been touched yet, but just going to say. Honestly, did, did, did you find Chisler on your sex swing? Continuing this story. <laughs> Stressful. I have vowed that I will never fucking move again. I don't care what happens at this house, this property. I am never 
moving again. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm also going to say this, man. I don't care if you fucking bo- like boiled acid and poured it over me. I would have fucking been there for you. Now, here's the thing. I appreciate everything that you did that don't, day. I, I, I Coming I, out and, I mean, basically, I was putting a call out to the, the masses of, Need, I need help now. Yeah. I almost took your change jar. I hope you know the fucking <laughs> level of fucking like self restraint it took to put that in your fucking car instead of mine. It's a big change jar. It's yeah. huge. It's a big change jar. Yeah, six hundred dollars in quarters. This guy, something like that. Yeah. But Chisler, when you and happening, if you ever move, I'm there. I owe you. I got you. I got you on that one. Oh, it's gonna happen. No, I know it is. I'm, I'm gonna but say. The, I'm gonna the, say. The, the, the moral of the story is moving fucking sucks. Moving sucks. Mortgage companies fucking yep. sucks. Yep. Because I was supposed to close originally on August third, and that got moved to August twenty eighth or whatever it was. August third, my basement decides to flood. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was like Freddy Krueger dripping, like creepy wise. Yeah, it, was, it was bad down <laughs> it there. It was creepy. Now the funny part is, as we sit here, my old house finally hit the market again to be resold by the big company that bought. Have it. you seen it since it's been remodeled? It looks fucking awesome. I can't. I gotta. See some pictures but send me the it looks i would say pull, pull it up on the link on that app app they but flipped it, it huh yeah I mean, and how much did they put into it they put about 40 grand into it there there which, is which actually is the 40 grand they raped out of my ass so <laughs> i put 40 grand into it to, for them to put it back on the market but well the greatest thing is look i know that it was fucking hard man i know you've been through some tough shit and i know you can fucking like handle it i'm worried about you having a stroke <laughs> that one I almost did. Yeah, your 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 blood pressure. Just make sure you just like now you're at the place. You're at the place. Make sure you relax. You have the true forever home. It's brilliant, dude. I, I am much more relaxed to the point where August fourth, I was actually in the emergency room because I thought I was having a heart attack. What? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Silver Streak and I are driving down the road. Now I asked her. I said, "What side? What side is it that you start to have the heart attack and you have the feeling and numbness Left in your side?" Arm? Yeah. yeah. She goes, the left side. I said, yeah, then and I just pulled in the emergency room. Was it on the left? Yeah. <laughs> the emergency room? No, the emergency room was on the right. You turned right. Okay, but I turned right, go. but yeah, it was the left side. That was, panic attack. I've had that's, that. That's exactly what it was. That's, I've had that. Exactly. That's even more fucked up because I go in the emergency room. Horrible, man. I go in the emergency room and pulse is fine. Blood pressure's somewhat fine. And they're like, we're, we're going to keep you for the next three days to monitor you. I said, fuck you, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, got a, I got a mortgage <laughs> club, hey, bitches. So I got yeah. shit I got to do. You're not keeping me here for three days. I just want to charge you $8,000. Here you go, Haas. Do you remember when the swine flu came out? Oh, yeah. So do you remember like there was like a football player that like died from the swine flu yeah. here in Georgia? Well, I got the swine flu, and I was in the... Uh, you got it? I, I did get the swine flu. I was in North Fulton Hospital. It wow. Was, uh, that, you're, you're a legend. Yeah, I was, I was one of the... Uh, I don't know, you're a statistic. First, first 20, 30 people ever to get it, so... Yeah, they only had like... Uh, they only had a couple hundred cases of that confirmed. Yeah, well, Honey Badger caught me, and I'm like Thumb sitting in the... Your pig. I'm sitting in my... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say that again. 30 love Honey Badger, don't let him around your pig. <laughs> we know what you're doing this weekend after beer fest. Oh, that was awesome. Well, my shit was bad, man. I, I literally, I'm sitting in the hot tub wow. at home. My honey badger's like, why in the fuck aren't you moving? I'm like, it hurts. I'm like, your dick hurts. Your no, chest hurts. Your every, everything yeah. hurts. She, she, she is, I literally, I'm, I've got a very high tolerance for pain and she's never seen me like that before. So she literally, at that point in time, drug me out of there literally put clothes on me 
and drove me to the hospital. That's why she's the honey badger. She is. She is the honey pound, badger. Pound for pound, she is the fiercest. Oh, she's crazy. Fiercest crazy person on shit, the planet. Dude. Yeah, she. I don't fuck with the honey badger. Yeah, damn right. No so, one does. So I like. I'm We're in, into this. I'm in the freaking emergency room. The next thing I know, like they've got me in this room, and then they close off the ward because E money's here and he needs exclusive VIP it, treatment. It, it, you quarantined a hospital I ward. Quarantined because I. I had swine flu. How did I never know this about and you? And bacterial pneumonia. Oh my God. Where the bacterial pneumonia is, it's not on the inside of your lungs where you're not like huffing out like shit. It's between the lining of your lungs and your rib cage. No fucking way. Oh, it was, it was rough, dude. <laughs> uh, Visual Bit Audio Podcast. Uh, Daddy Badger is now like doing either a selfie or taking pictures. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk, Daddy Badger. <laughs> you want to live cast that thing? You want to put it on Facebook Live? Do you, you're yeah, on I'll think about it. So I can tell you that three days in the hospital, which Fuck. they wanted to put you in the three days for hospital, that was very expensive. God damn it, yeah. E.T. <laughs> the, the, the funny part was is as soon as I said no, within five minutes, I had a form in front of me saying, please sign this. And literally, they kicked me out of the fucking hospital. Oh, that's awesome. I know. I was like, fine, cool. That's where yes, I'll be anyway. Thank you. We need we need to pivot real quick. Daddy Badger, you're oddly silent. You're, you're... Well, I'm here. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have a question for you. The podcast community knows Honey Badger for being the Guinness Book World Record holder for being the most fearless, pound-for-pound, hardest animal ever. She's amazing. Don't mess with the honey badger. My question to you is this. I, I have lots of questions for you, but like, I, I'm trying to boil it, I'm trying, trying to boil it down to like a salient, like, true thought. Do you fear your daughter as much as I think you do? <laughs> do I, are you kidding me? Do I fear her? That's a big joke. She fears me. Did you just bat? Batman, your daughter, like, she, yeah, fear me. Yeah, she fears me. I'm the boss. He is. He's been the boss forever. How do you do it? Well, yeah, E-Money, why don't you go to the bathroom real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I should at this point. No, actually, this is. She fears learning. her mom, too. Is it too loud? Her mom's the boss. Her mom's the boss. Okay. Well, that, I think that, that gets down. Well, maybe. Oh, shit. We've got Honey Badger, the happening, and Mommy Badger in the same room. We've got a Legion of Doom forum over there. Uh-oh. Shit, all I need to do is bring Silver Streak up here. Dude, uh, that's... <laughs> the that's, gates of hell would open That's up. World War Three. So, Daddy Badger kind of runs Mommy Badger. And now we, Mommy Badger runs everybody. But are you taking notes from Daddy Badger? <laughs> I don't know. Like, literally, I don't know how he does it, but I wish <laughs> I had the power that he has. It was recently that E-Money and I have become good buddies. We were parents of our kids and... We were, you know, hanging out. Acquaintances. Yeah. E-Money, early on, learned uh, some pretty weird shit about my past. Uh, yep. That, and I kind of unloaded on him. God bless him. And we did the same, and I did the same thing. Uh, this we was, had one crazy night. And then it was like, uh, kind of like there. It was almost like a, a Mr. Clean and E-Money going to the Thrasher's game but not no three-legged race in the champagne room we got kind of set up on a mandate too yeah then the happening said hey you know what if you want to get back into podcasting you should absolutely do it with Iman. he's got the personality i think it's going to be good like i don't know i don't know we were trying to come up with a name and it was like e-money and chiseler it's like the perfect thing the guy with money versus the guy that's saving money or the the guy that's trying to like find change then i really got to know honey badger 
And for a great period of time, I was really scared. <laughs> and I can tell you that I'm not the only one. She has He's not only scared. she is not only I think your wife's bossness, but also your bossness as well, which independently is very nice and very sweet and could make you feel a little bit bad about yourself. But when combined <laughs> like Captain Planet with your powers combined, she is the honey badger. My God, there have been people that is like, I, can't, I don't know. It's almost like starstruck scared. A lot of people are scared of the honey badger. I'm scared and I haven't even met her. Honey badger's mom and honey badger's dad who taught honey badger. I'm still scared of honey badger. Who are you more scared of? Daddy badger or honey I love, badger? I love me some honey badger. I, well, but, but that's, not, honey that's badger. not answering my question. Who are you more scared of? Daddy badger or honey badger? Oh, I'm way more scared of honey badger than I am daddy badger. I Ooh. will tell you though that <laughs> he did do the typical like show me his gun rack when I took out honey badger well as, as all time, parents as should. all as all daddy badgers will do like you fuck with my daughter I might kill you daddy badger definitely pulled that one on me multiple so, times you know what clean your gun where do you want to go to school what is your 15 year plan his only screw up what are your intentions with my daughter his only screw up was like Hey, going down to Florida for a month. If you can make it down there, you got a place to stay. I was 16 years old. I hopped in my car. I drove down there. <laughs> Daddy Badger was like, I didn't say that. And Mommy Badger was like, yeah, you did. So Daddy Badger, <laughs> I... The sad part is you left Next honey. thing I know, I'm marrying Honey Badger. The Happening and Honey Badger have been down to your place in Florida. I kind of went down a path, uh, Daddy Badger. You know, I and, I, and I, I said this to you and your wife the other night. I, I don't know how much I remember or you guys remember, but I did say that through doing this show, I have learned something really freaking awesome about the man to my right is not only does he really love your daughter <laughs> he's trying every day to be better for her and i can tell you as a father of two girls if i ever saw somebody try to do that i'd, I'd he's say he's a great guy oh well i wasn't gonna say that much he's, he's a <laughs> good guy but thank you. You know what? Yes, he is. I'd be willing to put the shotgun away for a while. He's been around forever. <laughs> yeah, pretty. He much. talks about you. Boy. He talks about you with with like great respect. Obviously, because he's you know. Well, he's my dad. Yeah, he's been I'll around say, forever. I'll say this the other part. You've known her for like forever. twenty some years, right? We've been best friends since we were eight years old. Daddy Badger, I, I want to. This is the best opportunity in the world. Right here, if you really want to turn screws, you can totally do it. Um, you said that you had an Uber story, but I'm not going to constrain you to that one. Please, we need a, a good, uh, embarrassing e-money story or, you know, a humorous... <laughs> A humorous e-money story, because if anybody's known this man longer than Mr. Clean, it's you. And if you've got a really good one, please break his balls. <laughs> Boy, coming up with a story about him, I don't know. That's kind of hard to do. Tough, Boy, to, tough to choose one? Yeah, you, you, I just, you could always tell the one where I tried to poison and kill you. Well, the Uber story, we were in Roswell. King of the North, Roswell. Even. Yeah, there were six of us all together, you know, and we were having a good time drinking, and I called Uber. I we wanted to go to North River Tavern. Tavern. Yeah. Tavern. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we they say it in Ohio. Yeah, That's yeah. That's exactly how we do it. So anyhow, uh, <laughs> I knew when the when the guy was going to show up, and he showed up, and we all get in the SUV, you know, it's all, oh, it's beautiful, you know, and it's this driver, uh, boy, he offered 
of beer and he had chicken wings. Wow. And, and we're going to the North River. Ridiculous. Oh, he's a jolly guy. And and I said, boy, how long you been driving for Uber? He says, I'm not driving for Uber. I this is I this is my own taxi company. I said, you're kidding me. I just paid for Uber. <laughs> so he he took when we get to North River, I have to pay him. Did you get Uber fished? So I paid him, but we walked into the tavern. Boys pissed off. Took me like a half hour, 45 minutes. Wait, wait. From So it was like $100 to go 2.6. Nah, it wasn't that much. From this area. We were downtown Roswell. I okay. The Irish. We were, going to we were at the Tavern. Irish bar yeah, like in Roswell. Miles. Yeah, it's like three miles, but it's in the, the big... You're on Highway area. 9. Yeah. So anyhow... Uh, you Reversible know, I, lane, Highway 9. I paid the guy, but I had already paid Uber, so I paid double. Double. We go in there and I... You got DP'd. Yeah, I had to have a couple shots to get calmed down, you know, because the guy pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. So I get calmed down and we're drinking, having a good time. So then we're going back to e-money, e-money get Uber on my phone again. So we go out and wait for Uber and we get in the SUV and it's the same guy. He He's said, like, oh, I'm driving for Uber now. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. I had a hard time sleeping that night. He's like, fuck you. Are fuck you kidding me? I mean, only in Roswell, Georgia, does that happen. I have to ask, did you tip him with a white carnation? Because mm. that would have solved a lot of problems. Uh, that was pretty crazy. Night. Put it in the mailbox. No, that was that was granddad honey badger. Oh, that would, shit. That would have done the, the white carnation. Tasman, you're like. That was unbelievable. You're, wait, you're, you're raising your eyebrows. Do you know something about this? Well, based on the white carnation's story i mean sounds like granddad of honey badger and my granddad probably might have known each other while i was watching ads on hulu i saw that you can get 30 days on ancestry.com you guys can probably jump on there together and see if i figure it out yeah yeah see if you can swipe right on each other i'll just put it this way they make movies about that shit Mm -hmm. my great-grandfather was very well connected in chicago my grandfather who just passed a couple years ago gave me a watch on the back of the watch it said thanks for everything ac was engraved on the back of the watch just gonna throw that out there you could probably sell that on pawn stars for $224,000 like a proton pack. I sold it for 1500 bucks. Go ahead and tell them. My mom grew up pretty wealthy yeah. and they had a house in Miami yeah. on Normandy Isle and looking right out from Normandy Isle was Al Capone's Island. I, I've heard about this. When she was young. It was unbelievable. And my grandfather never smoked in his life and he never drank in his life. But his business was cigarette machines, pinball machines, slot machines. They called him the slot machine king. Anything else that we need to share or do we need to say it's done dead? Done dead. Done dead. All right. So let's go ahead and do the business. This is a title match tonight. You guys are going to be playing Chisler's List. You have the right e-money to bow out of the contest. First off, before we get into the final phase of this evening i need to say a couple things uh daddy badger i i'm i'm just gonna throw a guess out here you've never been on a podcast before and never. you've held your own very well so thank you very much for being here tasman yeah man you're getting so much better <laughs> I would think so after, uh, what, eight times? This is uh, number seven. Seven. This seven. is your seventh podcast with me. I'm almost more than you. Almost. Almost. He's, he's catching up. But um, there's almost. no way there's no way that the two of you guys can take the titles. To take the titles tonight, you're going to have to face Chisler's List, but we're not going to do that right now. Uh, we're going to save that for the second game. Because it's episode 10, and because I promised some new bullshit tonight, besides the belts and besides, you know, uh, a, a Fatal 4-Way Deathmatch, 
match. I'm going to just go ahead and forego the guessing of the envelopes, unless there's a really strong desire to play three games. But we know that Tasman has to drive 500 miles. Number one, the bulbous number two. No, you don't want bulbous two. The badly drawn two. <laughs> Which still exists. Thank you, fucking Watcher. <laughs> oh, you had a you had something to say about Watcher, by the way, about Del Taco. Oh yeah. So there's a Del Taco right by my office where I work and they actually have these plates which are actually pretty good they're five buck plates but they're called the wet plates at a Mexican restaurant at a Mexican restaurant <laughs> something just doesn't sound oh, quite no. right I got Papa Badger cracking up over here I don't get it <laughs> Well, I mean, the watcher is very... Very um, anti-wall, let's just say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, we're making podcasting great again. We're grabbing it by the pussy. It doesn't fucking matter. But I, I am going to say tonight, because you said one, we actually are opening envelope one. We are going to play the brand new drinking game called And You Know This, Man. And You Know This, This is a new game man. for the weekend social. In the similar vein as the cranial cage match but slightly different. It consists of three rounds of three questions each. The three of you guys are gonna be answering questions in a specific topic. The person each round with the most correct answers will get a point. So if you win a round, you get a point. Now, if there's a tie, you both get points or you all get points. Now, the person after three rounds with the most points gets to win. The person that comes in second will get a consolation prize. And if there is a tie, we're gonna go in a tiebreaker round. Now, we're gonna start with our oldest guessers first, Daddy Badger. And the topic of tonight's, and you know this man, is superhero and supervillain secret identities. We're going to start with Daddy Badger. First round is easy. They're going to get progressively harder. If you fuck up in the first round, I'm going to insist that you drink. Daddy Badger, the secret identity of Batman. Bruce Wayne. You are correct. Tasman. Superman. Clark Kent. Yes, I would have also accepted Kal-El, but yes. Imani. Iron Man. Tony Stark. You are correct. Daddy Badger. Captain America. Yeah, I forget his name. All right. It is Steve Rogers. Yep. Tasman, the Hulk. Bruce Banner. You are correct. There's a lot of correct answers on this one. E-Money, Wolverine. Hugh Jackman? Uh, That is incorrect. It is the actor that played Wolverine, but his name, Logan. Logan. James James Logan Howlett is his full name. Daddy Badger, Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four. You you know? Don't know. Reed Richards. Tasman? Spider-Man. Peter Parker. There you go. Imani. Yeah, sure. You hit this. I might might say this. You're not going to. Ant-Man. There's two answers on this one. You give me the first name of either. I'll give you credit. Scott. Scott will count. Scott Lang. Uh, yes. The winner of this round goes to Tasman. Now we get into the medium level difficulty. <laughs> medium level difficulty? Fuck. Get to the old stuff. All right. Uh, Lone Ranger. Daddy Badger. Lone Ranger's real name. You're That's in your wheelhouse right there. I was actually going to ask you Daredevil. We're going to go ahead and say zero on either Lone Lone Ranger or Ben Affleck. Yeah. Daredevil is Matt Murdock. Matt, Matt. Tasman, if you don't get this, I'm going to be really disappointed. Punisher. You had the damn thing on your car. I don't know any of these either. 
Frank. Yes. It's Frank something. Frank. Frank. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Frank Castle. Castle. E-Money. This one is a layup. Catwoman. You don't know? No, I do not. Selena Kyle. Oh, my God. Daddy Badger. Okie doke. Wonder Woman. I didn't don't know. Don't Diana, know. Prince Diana Prince. Or Diana, Princess of Themyscira. I didn't even eat. Back to you, Tasman. Cyclops from the X-Men. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Scott Summers. Back to you, E-Money. Aquaman. I do not know his real name. Jason Momoa. Yeah, exactly. Jason Momoa. <laughs> Call Drago. Arthur Curry. That's a really These fucking hard. Dude, they're going to get worse. We're going to go to you, Daddy Badger. You have to answer correct, or otherwise, Tasman has won outright the Flash. There are multiple people that you could name that I would accept. You don't know? Don't know. I was say, I thought it was Steve Rogers. No, it yeah. is actually Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Barry Allen, I would accept Wally West, who is the new Flash. Tasman, for the definitive win. Deadpool. Deadpool. Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson Again. for the win. Fatality. I'm going to ask the question for posterity's sake, because I have it on my shoulder. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Give me any of the four Green Lanterns. Actually, there are five. I will accept any of the five. They're in kids' shows. They're in a shitty movie with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you give me initials, I'll give it to you. You give me the first letter of his name. That's the, uh... It's the big, fat Jewish dude. It is. Big, fat Jewish dude is not correct. <laughs> Hal Jordan, or I would have accepted... Guy Stewart, which is the black Green Lantern. I would have accepted Guy Gardner. No, who played in the last Green Lantern movie? That was uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds with being... Seth Rogen. No. No, that was Green or, that Hornet. Was Green Hornet. Oh, that's Green Hornet. It actually appears that number one, definitely, hands down, is Tasman. Yes. Oh, um, and number two is E-Money. Yes. Wow. You actually I, get a scratch-off tonight. Oh. That's sweet. rare. You get a belt and a scratch-off. Shit. I just wanted the belt, man. You know, we, we, we take a lot of outtakes, and we keep them in the vault. But tonight, the winner does not keep things in the vault. We have the Million Dollar Cash Vault from the Georgia Lottery. Win up to a million dollars. You can win up to 20 times with this card. Match any of your numbers to any of the winning numbers. Win the prize show for that number. Get a dollar cash back symbol. Win 10 times the prize show. Get a, um, a slice of cheese symbol. I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> win all 20 prizes shown. Brought to you by the Chisler via the Georgia Lottery. There you go. $10 scratch off for you, Tasman. And for you. Pay off my house. E-money. Well, the disclaimer is... But if you, you win if any anything over a thousand bucks, half of it goes to half of it goes. To no, no, wait, 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 wait. Let, let's, <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Before you start scratching, let's let's be real. Anything over a thousand bucks gets split between the four of us. Fair enough. Now, e money. I gotta tell you, you know, I've seen you. You've taken some hits. Oh, I've taken a lot of hits, man. Taking a lot of them. And I know you've thrown a lot of hits. Every once in a while. How about you hit $500 from the Georgia Lottery? A $5 scratch off. Win up to $500. $12,000 to $500. Match any of your numbers to uh, the winning numbers with the prize zone. Get the stack of coins symbol. Uh, <laughs> win double the prize zone. Get the uh, double dollar symbol. Win all 15 prizes shown. Again, courtesy of the Chisler via the Georgia Lottery. Actually, none of these are via the Georgia Lottery. This is all courtesy of the Chisler and his hard-earned change. Yes, it is. Brilliant podcasting right here. 
Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Tonight, guys. And you want to you validate it? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna validate it. Let's see. Free $10 ticket for Tasman. 10 bucks. Ooh. Man, you're walking out of here a winner. I am a winner. There's nothing I can do to, to not make you a winner. My whole life is a winner. Uh, there's something I could do to not, not make you a winner. Yeah, make me do Chisler's List. Chisler's List. I'm going to lose my ass. The most offensive game in podcasting. The most deadly game in podcasting. Unbeaten 25-0 record with all 10 items on the list. The rules for Chisler's List. I have a list here of 10 items. Now, the two of you will take turns. You want to play this thing? Nope. The two of you will take turns trying to name the items on Chisler's list. Now, if you guess incorrectly, you're out. If you name an answer that's been named already, you're out. If you can't name an answer in three seconds, you're out. Oh. But if you guess correctly, you're still in and can continue. Now, given that this is the most deadly game in podcasting with an unbeaten record of 25 and oh, I'm going to give Daddy Badger. Okay. I'm going to give you three gifts. Oh, I need it. The first gift is self-resurrection. You can bring yourself back in at any time. The second gift is Tasman Resurrection. You can bring Tasman back into the game at any time. And because this game is so freaking deadly and because it's Chisler's list, I'm going to give you Chisler's superpower. And that is the power of editing. The power of editing is a dangerous thing. Makes a one man weep, makes another one sing. There are five different options here, but <laughs> the first one is you can make it an outtake, which means you get an additional extra life for one of the two of you. You can say, I'm going to fix it in post, which means no three-second time restriction. You can say, I'm going to run in with a steel chair, which means from the time that I start the stopwatch on the Chisler's phone, you have 45 seconds to call a friend, but you have to put it on speaker and it's got to be on the podcast. You can say, I'm going to break down the fourth wall, which means I'm going to give you the hardest remaining answer on the list. Or you can say, hashtag make podcasting great again, which means that the two of you guys start over, you get your resurrections, but you don't get the power of editing. I'm so confident that you two trivia neophytes cannot name all 10 items on Chisler's list. I have two more things. I'm going to give you a clue about the 10 items on the list, and if if you two knuckleheads can knock down Chisler's list, not only will you get the Chisler to drink and shotgun a tall boy Chiselweiser, but that means the World Tag Team Championship belts are yours. With that, the topic of tonight's Chisler's List is the top 10 most valuable brands in the world based on Interbrand's report of the best global brands of 2018. The clue is seven of the 10 companies were founded in the US. All right, so we're gonna start with you, Daddy Badger. You're up. Walt Disney. Disney is not on the list. You're out. Tasman. Apple. Apple, number one on the list with $214.5 billion. Back to you. Daddy Badger, you have to bring yourself back in using one of the orange ones. I would like to resurrect myself. Whoa, like a freaking blue pill. You're back in the game. Daddy Badger, what's up? Facebook. Facebook, number nine on the list with a brand value of $45.2 billion. Tasman. Uh, Coca-Cola. 
Coca-Cola number five on the list with $66.3 billion. Back to you, Daddy Badger. Pepsi. And Daddy Badger has just gone the way of Pepsi. I just don't like Pepsi. <laughs> you are out. Back to you, Tasman. Now, Daddy Badger, you, you can get an item back on the list. Tasman, back to you. Nike. Tasman, very good guess, but not on the list. Now, you have to do one of two things. You've got to bring Tasman back into the game. Yeah, I'd like to bring uh, Tasman back into the game. Tasman, like a shady Shay's Lounge in your basement. You will have an ugly, weird curve bringing you back in the game. Microsoft. Microsoft, number four on the list with $92.7 billion. You have options at your disposal, Daddy Badger. You can bring yourself back into the game. You can ask the hardest question. You can go back to Tasman and let Tasman chip away on the list. You can call somebody if you want. Yeah, I'll bring myself back in. All right, like Shay Bradley calling from a coffee. You are out of the box, resurrected. Come back in, Daddy Badger. Amazon. Amazon, number three on the list with a brand value of $100.8 billion. Tasman. Google. Google, number two on the list with $155.5 billion. There are four remaining on the list. Daddy Badger, back to you. Alibaba. You are out. Out. Tasman, four remaining on the list. You guys have done really good. I'm very proud of you guys. Polo. Really good guess. Very good guess. But the Chiseler remains <laughs> undrunk. And the tag team podcasting champions of the world remain the tag team podcast champions. Counting down the list from 10 to 1. And before I do, I want to cheers both of you guys. Yeah. Very, very good job. Thank you very much. Very good job. Counting down the list. Number 10, which was not named. Ba 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 ba. I'm loving it. McDonald's. McDonald's. Wow. With $43.4 billion of brand value. That's Number hard nine, to which was named something that doesn't sell anything except your secrets. Facebook, $45.2 billion. Number eight, which was not named. One of the three non American companies that comprise eight, seven, and six, Mercedes Benz. With $48.6 billion. Mercedes. I don't drive. One, do you you don't drive one, Daddy Badger? Do you? There might be two in Columbia and a county, Ohio. <laughs> Number seven, guess a Japanese automate. Toyota, Toyota with fifty three point four billion dollars. Number, they're auto, all automakers. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer the rest of this list for you with one question. If you don't have an iPhone, what do you have? Samsung. A Samsung with fifty nine point nine billion dollars. Wow. Everything else, which was named Coca Cola. Microsoft, Amazon, Google, and Apple. The, yeah. That was a gotcha list. I know that it sucks to lose. And these two gentlemen have scratched off one. It's been a rough second half. You know who else knows about rough second half? It's the Atlanta Falcons! $350,000 scratch <laughs> You can match any of your numbers to the winning number win the prize zone. Get a touchdown symbol, uh, which the Falcons can do apparently they can't can point after a touchdown. Uh, you can win 10 times the prize zone. Get an 18 TL symbol, which no one said since 2001. You can win all 20 prizes shown. I have a good feeling about this one. The Falcons are on a losing streak. Pass it down to uh, Daddy Badger. So, there we go. Okie doke. Let's see what happens. He's ripping off the whole damn card. Oh, yeah, he is. Here we go. Got it up. Here we go. Oh, no. Hey. <sighs> like the Falcons. Unfortunately. 
unfortunately, you're not a winner. I can tell you honestly, as somebody who's really passionate about doing what I do, I can't have better luck than to have the three of you guys with me tonight. Honestly, it's been a pleasure. Tasman, as always. He's just going to go over there and give you a hug, dude. Looking forward to it. Like a big one. No, man. <laughs> Seriously, you're going to have to wait till uh, Pride next year. Um, <laughs> but I got to say, every time that I see you, it's, it's like I haven't seen you in like two minutes. Just keeps going, man. Chisler's been talking about taking this thing on the road, so. We got to go do a farm one. We're going to have the pig you in the background. You got a place to stay? You yeah. We've the pig in the background. All right, all you got a place all right, to stay? Right. And an oinker? Yeah, you can come stay down there. So I can make I, some bacon in the morning? Actually, uh, I'm scared about that. I'm scared about that. Let's just bury it there. <laughs> like a pig. <laughs> Tasman, anything you got before we sign this out? No, man, I appreciate doing this. I love doing this every time. And Always. I'll be back. I want to do the fives and zeros, man. I'm telling you. Nickels and dimes, Nickels man. Nickels and dimes, baby. Seriously, that's Chisler approved. E-Money, I, I hope that you've had a good evening. Dude, I've got my belt. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm still holding on to it. It's yes, purdy. You it will. is a purdy belt. It is a purdy belt. I am any, I'm going to be rocking that shit around. If I see any pictures of you naked on Facebook, I'm going to call you your sister. I will blur out my deck. <laughs> it, won't take, it won't take much. It's, it's two pixels. Yeah, just yeah, like. <laughs> Asman 40 love. As everybody else in the picture is just like mouths wide open and eyes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting in the vicinity of that. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this has been episode 10. This has been a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for allowing us to get to 10 episodes. And we are going to let our esteemed guest host, Daddy Badger, on his first podcast ever say whatever he would like to close out the show thank you very much ladies and gentlemen and daddy badger the floor is yours anything you want thanks for having me it's been awesome